Kane is in the building. I'm my man Marcellus Wiley. Call him. You really want Melancholy Cutler to come in? Shoot, Martin Lawrence in the 90s. What? He was going crazy. Mike Tyson. All his tweets would have been in rhymes. Eddie Murphy would have been great to follow back in the 80s. Ooh. Richard Pryor. That's some good luck, man. Must be nice to just lose $10 yeah. million in two years. And Rudy Gobert is going to win Defensive Player of the Year, but hell with that. We're not Raptors fans. We could care less if they win or not. Lebrontosaurus. What are you doing? No one in the world can tell me the Indiana Pacers are better than the Toronto Raptors. I'm just saying. And Dwayne Casey, you are supposed to be coach of the year. Let's talk about Drake for a minute. Drake, I have never been so disappointed in one seed. To be called LeBronto because it's not the Dallas Cowboys. Unless it's the, it's the Raiders. It it's the Raiders. It don't matter. We still like sticking it to Al Davis. Oh, that was dope. Welcome to Business Carolina on Stitcher, Spreaker, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and SoundCloud. I am, of course, Rocky, as you're hearing people in the background. Well, you were, and you can hear them if you had the headphones on your ears. That's right. <laughs> but like I said, listen to the podcast. That's right. Mm, mm. Join me on the show, of course, my bro Hort over here in the other corner, the one and the only B3, Exponent. Live from the campus of the Connecticut School of Broadcasting in Charlotte, North Carolina. Where you can work to make your dreams come true. 1-800-TV-RADIO. Go CSB.com, man. Go sign up to take the tour. We got orientation going on right now in the other room down. So we're getting more people in. They're li- wanting to live their dream, do this production thing, do this broadcasting thing. So whatever you want, come do it here. Make it happen. 1-800-TV Radio. And we are sponsored by Attitude Broadcasting. We put the attitude in broadcasting. I did I did that wrong, didn't I? <laughs> no, you did fine. Attitude and broadcasting. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Usually you go with the, what's the attitude? What the hell is with all that attitude? I don't know. I, I don't know. We got to remix that again. <laughs> yeah, we'll redo that one. Oh. So, besides that, uh, we have a quiet room today. It's just us, man. It's just us this Saturday morning. Smoochie is is coaching his team up, ball hard for life. I know he's coaching those kids hard. They should get a win today. Herb Nerd was at the Travis Scott concert last night. Looked like he was having a good time. And um, where's Maddie Ice this morning? No Maddie Ice this morning? He is Maddie Chill. Maddie, he Maddie is, Chill. Yeah, he's, Maddie Milk. Yeah, Maddie Milk. He is out filming a soccer match today. Nice. Yeah. So, way to go. Everybody's out here doing something. It's Saturday. It's the weekend. And it's almost Thanksgiving, too. That's right. Yeah. You ready for that? I sure am. I'm not ready for any dry-ass turkey, though. So. <laughs> then don't come to mind. Let though. the turkey be moist, please. <laughs> You hope. Um, um, let me stop. Let me stop. I'm re- I am ready for Thanksgiving, man. It's going to be a great week. I'll be in L.A. in a couple of days. Hopefully the fires stay away. 
You'll be you'll be okay. Yeah, kind of. You know, uh, thoughts and prayers for those people out there in LA right now, in Absolutely. California, man. Because uh, the other day, didn't uh, Kanye's house burn down? Damn Kanye. Kanye's and uh, Kim's house burned down out there. There was it's crazy. This fires and there's zero percent contained. So y'all stay safe. Get some rain. Absolutely, they need some. There's supposed to be some coming in this weekend. Uh, let's get into some news. We got some sports news, and we got some picks and different things we're gonna do this morning. Uh, the first thing, man, Floyd Mayweather is off. His MMA fight is off. Clean. He was missed by misled by, by promoters. Yeah. So when you buy to watch Mayweather fight. I, I, you know, I wasn't going to pay for it. I was going to stream it from somebody else. But the way I understand it, Floyd Mayweather thought it was supposed to be an exhibition. Like, you know, we go in here, we just trade for a few rounds. And like Hulk Hogan versus Rocky or Sylvester Stallone and Rocky Three, right? Just an exhibition. But Thunderbolt. Thunderlips. Thunderlips. There you go. It's supposed to be something like that. Thunderbolt. But when they told Floyd this is gonna be a real fight, we go we out here to whoop your ass. Floyd said, "You know what? I'm not going to Japan on New Year's Eve to waste my time for that little check." So it's off. I'm not mad at that. What happened to him fighting Pacquiao? I thought he was supposed to be fighting Pacquiao again. That's what I thought. And that's what they were talking about in the club when they were face to face. Guess guess that's not on either, huh? I don't think so. Do you, I but just, I, him fighting, come but on. But the real question, exactly, it. do we really need to see Floyd Mayweather fight anymore? No, no, absolutely not. So take it for a grain of salt. I love Floyd Mayweather too. I mean, I mean, I love what he's done from where he's come from and the money he's made and the excellence he showed in the sport when he was in his prime. But it's, he's way past his prime. We don't have to see Floyd fight anymore, man. By the way, you're here a song a lot today. Black and yellow. Oh gosh! Just let you know. Stop that! Why? Why we gotta <laughs> take these shots and these jabs? I, I I watched the whole game. I didn't turn I it off. I watched until the final buzzer. I'm sorry. You <laughs> where we got beat down. Uh, <laughs> the New Orleans Saints signed ex-Cowboys Des Bryant to win your deal, and then he tears his Achilles on Friday. I'm telling you, man. And. It you know stuff like this happens. You can't just show up. It doesn't matter what kind of conditioning you were doing out on your own. But Des hasn't been on the practice field or the football field oh, since well over a year. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you asking him to show up and run precise routes and push off hard on them, them Achilles, them older Achilles, which. It happens. Stuff pops. <laughs> it's not ready or conditioned for that. I know he was pushing hard because he wanted to play Sunday, and he was pumped about playing the Cowboys in a couple weeks. Yep. Guess that's off. Yep. But um, speedy recovery, but I don't think he comes back from this. This is it. I don't think he does either. He should have signed that two-year deal with Baltimore at the beginning of the season. Well, I know you say that, but listen, the Saints offer him a two-year deal on this one. They offered him a two-year deal. Said no, I want to play six hundred thousand for the salary and then five hundred k incentives. I want to prove myself, get the contract, and do something next year. 
And I respect them for not taking the money and saying, hey, give me a two-year deal, and I want to prove myself the rest of the year. Because he's got a chip on his shoulder. And Dez has got a chip on his shoulder watch out. I thought he was going to do big things in New Orleans because he's got a quarterback will get you the ball wherever you want it. And you got Michael Thomas, you got he like Traycon Smith, exactly. you're the third option, and you're basically Jimmy Graham in the red zone. That's all they needed. Well, he was more like the he would have been like the fourth option because Ben Watson still gets a lot of targets. Ben Watson gets five to seven targets a game. And Ted Ginn was supposed to be coming back off IR, so Ted Ginn is your deep threat. Right. So there would have been a lot of opportunities for Dez Bryant in that offense. But in the red team. zone, though, like Jimmy, he would have been like Jimmy Grant. Right, like they would have been looking for him. And you ain't got to worry about Dak overthrowing you because Drew Brees is going to get you in the Drew ball. Drew Brees going to put the ball at your hands. Now, if you catch it or not, it's on you. Right. And I, I was eager to see what he was going to do. And being behind Kamara and being behind Mike Thomas would have been so good for him. But right. – I, it is what it is. I just I can't imagine. It's, it's a blessing coming. for us because yeah. in in our division, does do we really need the Saints to have more weapons no. on the field that we can't stop? Because we couldn't stop anybody Thursday, <laughs> and the Saints are potent like that too. Yeah, and you know, I just, it's gonna be tough for him to come back from this. I mean, it's Achilles. He's older. This, you know, he didn't get any contract offers besides Baltimore and New Orleans to this point. He had Cleveland. He turned Cleveland down. Oh, yeah, he did turn Cleveland down. Washington wanted him to come sign. He didn't want to sign in Washington. So, he had offers. There's not going to be any offers now. This is an Achilles. We're in week 10. I wonder. I mean, even if he's healthy for next year, hey. that means he can't come until week 9, week 8 next year if he can come back. He's done. He's I, done. I can't see him coming back from this. And sat, to me, I just hate seeing guys go out their career, especially guys. Romo did the same thing. I hated it. He he left on injury into his career. The things don't happen with death. So, but if, I mean, if there's one bright spot, Steve Smith, a few years ago, when he was in Baltimore, tore his Achilles, came back, had plan on retiring, did come back and had a a pretty good season after that and then retired the following season. So there is hope out there for you. The only the only bad thing is Steve was playing. He never took any time off and came back, you know. So Dez took time off with no contract and came back and he better himself. So anyway, uh get better man. He'll up I like to see you at least try to throw up X one more time. See if you make one more run. Uh, number four, Duke, man. Something you want to talk about. No. Huh. Dismantle Kentucky. Number two, Kentucky. 118-84 in the Champions Classic. Thoughts. Uh, was this the most impressive debut for high school players? Most impressive ever by any team? And how good is Zion Williamson? Uh, let's see. To all those questions. Uh, I, uh, they were they are an hell of an athletic team and they played a team that's pretty much built like them so and they got more shots to fall so they looked really really good now what did they shoot oh, let me go look. go pull that up um now will can, can they run and gun against the virginias and the syracuses and the Villanova, Villanova will play that pace, but you know Syracuse is going to play a slow pace, slow methodical pace. Virginia is going to play a slow methodical pace. That's what the, that's when 
I, I'm most interested to see what Duke is going to do. When they slow it down, have to play in the half court, and the game is going to be in the 60s or 70s. Because Virginia is not going to get out of their, out of character. They're not going to play faster. Syracuse is going to show you that sliding zone all game long and force us to make shots from the outside. But but I, Syracuse ain't got those athletes. Syracuse is good this year. They're Syracuse is an outside chance to make the Final Four. Florida State, they are long, athletic, experienced team. We got some tough games. UNC, UNC is deep. They they got the run. They got good athletes. But this Duke team, they look really fun the other night against Kentucky. Fifty four percent to forty four. R.J. Barrett is unbelievable. The guy just knows how to score the ball. Zion Williamson, as advertised, super athlete, gets up and down the floor so fast like this kid to be 285 he outrunning guards he was outrunning guards out there can pass can handle the jump shot didn't look broken he's his ceiling is as long as he stays healthy his ceiling is there's no ceiling there's no ceiling for that kid this duke team is scary they shot 54 percent and 46 from three and if they can they can impose they will and if they can run up and down the floor, like this will be, this will be better than that Fab Five team because that Fab Five team, they didn't have the scoring at the guard position like this Duke team has. Jalen could score. Jalen could score, but Jimmy he can't. Jackson, he couldn't score like R.J. Barrett. No, not like I told you. I mean, I texted you. I told you R.J. Barrett scored thirty three. It's the quietest. It was quiet 33. It was so nonchalant. It was so easy for him from the outside, from the inside, getting to the lane, the mid-range game. But number 41, White. That guy off the bench was unbelievable. He was snatching rebounds from everywhere. I was like, who is this kid? He's got to keep getting minutes. Um, And number 20 for us, senior Randall. I think it's Randall. He's been such a disappointment, but he had a good game. Um, Bolden. 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 But DeLaurier was got hurt, and that's the only reason Bolden played. But that guy, Jay White, 30 Jay White. minutes. Look at that. 11 rebounds. 11 rebounds. Look at the offensive rebounds. Six offensive rebounds. He was unbelievable. He was all over the glass against Kentucky. Kentucky had no answers for our athleticism. And, and that's it. That sounds crazy to say that Kentucky didn't have men's basketball didn't have an answer for Duke's athleticism. <laughs> they are this is an unbelievable team. Like this may be this is a one of a kind special. This is going back to this is you got to compare this freshman team to the Anthony Davis freshman team that they had in Kentucky when they won the national title that year. I, I go higher than that. You get if they if they lose one game all season, win championship. You got put in the UNLV category. Mm-hmm. If the, the way they dismantled that Kentucky team, who number two in the nation has some of the best the young guys coming in, they got still some vets on that team. Coach Calabari has never lost this bad in college basketball ever. I have never seen a Kentucky team. I've never seen a team get out muscled and just get blown off court. It looked like NBA versus JV. 
I mean, it was ridiculous of how good these guys were. Paul Pierce said it the other day on uh, NBA Talk pre-show. Yo, Duke could beat the Cleveland Cavaliers right now. <laughs> right now, yeah, because you ain't got Kevin Love. You ain't you ain't got nobody on that team right now to play. Your best player is Odman. C.D. Osman, he yeah. out. And he's out. So you relying on Jordan? But yeah, Duke Sam is unbelievable. Sam should be putting up 30. Um, they play Army tomorrow, oh. one, one Eastern. They don't play anybody until the Maui. Yeah. Because the Maui, you got Gonzaga in the same tournament. And Gonzaga is one of the top four teams in the country this year. And I would like to see them against the Gonzaga. We should handle Gonzaga. But when we get in the, when we get in the conference play, that's going to be the real tale, especially when we have to – if we go have to go to Virginia, if we have to go to Syracuse. Now, play. Hunter's back for Virginia this year, DeAndre Hunter. But I mean, he's the guy they missed in the tournament the most because he's the athletic guy. They, the only athletic guy they have. <laughs> so – I just can't imagine. I mean, Barrett shot 13 of 26. Cam Reddish, if he can make some shots, I mean, he was. He was three for eight for the four. three line. So, but, seven, seven free throw line. And he ain't afraid to take shots. At all. Just And we got all the left-handers. Everybody yeah. on the team is left-handed. It does seem that way. Uh, and then we got Trey Jones, Tyus Jones' little brother, who took seven shots. But he was unbelievable. I don't – no turnovers. Look at that. No Turnovers for, for the young fella. Yeah, and in, in 31 minutes, O'Connell scored. You know, had, he was three of four. He was all right. Quarters. It was a couple shots he forced, and Coach K had to pull him out. You know, settle him down because you know he wanted to show too because everybody else was showing. He was like, I want to show too, but but the big thing I want to look at: 59 points in the first half, 59 in the second. 59, 60 points like, in both there's halves. There's college teams that weren't scoring that last night for the game. For you. You asked Virginia. They ain't scored 60 more than, what, once? Maybe all season? They're going to be fun to watch. And if you're a Duke fan, enjoy it because, you know, this is long. a one-off team. <laughs> well, let me see. To me, this is the most impressive debut I've ever seen for high school players. I mean, LeBron – no. No, nah, we got to keep LeBron out of it because LeBron. Even I'm talking NBA. about NBA. It was because he's playing against the Kings. And the Kings were good that year, too. Yeah, Kings weren't bad. But the Kings this, were just in like the Western final the year before, I believe. I mean, you got to go back to UNLV. Okafor, the Okafor team in Duke was good, but with Winslow and Jones. They were good. But this team. But they man, weren't as athletic as this team. They couldn't shoot the way this team can shoot. And, of course, they had a great night. I've just never seen a team out, except for UNLV back in the day with dismantled teams. You didn't have a chance with Ogman and Anthony. Uh, man, I, I'm going to tell you, I told you this other night, Zion Williamson may be the next guy. When he goes to the NBA, he's not might be. He will be the next guy. I mean, because 6'8", 285, he's not 6'7". He's not gonna growing yet, right? He'll probably grow another inch or two. I don't know, man. Some of those guys that grow like that real early don't usually grow anymore. But we'll see. Even if he don't, he's got a forty-five inch vertical. Like it's all athleticism. This athleticism is sick right now. So I just I can't I can't wait. But you know the NBA is a different game. It's a I different know. monster. And when you guarding guys that are awesome, super awesome too, every night. It gets tough on you. But you have to have the body, and the guy's got the body to take the – to dish does. it out, too, not just take it. 
But, you know, if he can just come in and get a jump shot, a better jump shot, it's not bad, but he's got to work on it, which he will. The jump shot ain't worried about. Just don't let him go to Cleveland. Don't let him go to Cleveland. He's going somewhere in the Eastern Conference because the East is whack. Oh, yeah, he'll probably go there, but don't go to Cleveland, man. Please don't go to Cleveland. Orlando could use a break. I like to see him in Orlando. Do not give him to Steve Clifford. Why not? What's wrong with you? Cliff deserves a guy. He ain't gonna play him. He'll play he him. He's won't play. To play him. He won't play. He, I bet he won't play Zion Williamson more than twenty minutes a game. He can go to the Wiz or go. He can go to Atlanta with Trey Young. Atlanta would be nice. Him and Trey Young together. And they got a young core. Yeah, they need I love seeing Charlotte, but we ain't on. We ain't got we ain't that. Got, We're gonna we have that together. pick. Yeah, we won't always be sub five hundred somewhere. Not worse enough not to get worse, it. Not. Bad enough to have a good pick. So, but you got right. I looked at NBA draft mock draft. It's Zion, RJ Barrett, and then Cam Reddish, and that could change. I mean, you could go Barrett, you go Cam. Just depends on who that Who's team drafting is. and what their need is. Yeah, but do not pass up Zion. I'm telling you. Hmm. All right, moving on. Let's go into our heroes of the week. It's the Roar Three Breakdown Edition Heroes of the Weekend. Suddenly I'm up on top of the world. It should have been somebody else. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. I never thought I'd. You got any heroes? Let me think. I sure don't, man. I ain't, nobody deserves a hero of the week for really? me this week. No. I know Sunday we beat up on Tampa Bay, but we were supposed to beat up on Tampa Bay. But my fantasy team got their ass whipped. I ain't got no heroes this week. I am sourpuss mood. <laughs> no heroes. Only zeros this week. Only zeros? Only zeros this week. All right. I've got... Here's one I want to show you. I've got a few. Uh, first one, of course, is uh, Michael Thomas doing the Joe Horn touchdown celebration. Listen, man, y'all stop hating that Michael Thomas did it. The only problem I had with it, it was a close game in the fourth quarter against the Rams, who you know can score like crazy. Mm-hmm. You weren't up huge. If you're up by 21, I get it. This should have been done earlier in the game, but he just scored, and I get it. I just uh, it was smooth though. It was nice. It was smooth. He, it had, was the, he had the phone set up. He do it. He probably had a phone under each one just in case. Yeah, he said that he went to a bad part of the city to get two flip phones because you can't get it nowhere else. Hell no. You and got, then he you, put one under each end zone. Got to go find some flip phones. Yay, Joe Horn. Yeah, I think you got to go to Walmart. Or I mean, when one. Joe Horn did it, was awesome. And when Mike Thomas recreated it, it was awesome. Yeah. And so that's a good one. I like that one. Don't throw a flag. And then we had Nuggets. Jamal Murray this week dropped 48 versus Celtics. And what's Kyrie, Kyrie salty? Stop, stop being salty. <laughs> Throwing the ball in the snakes, right? man. Don't be mad because he went for 50. This young fella had been putting it on y'all all night. Step up and stop it before he gets to 48. <laughs> that's right. I mean, you know, that's what uh, – who said that the other day? Oh, Jalen Rose. Jalen Rose, of all people, said stop him from scoring 50. Stop him from scoring 48. Like, he knows. The could. man that lay up 81 to LeBron. <laughs> or no LeBron. I mean, Kobe. Kobe. 
Come on, why are you hating on him? Don't hate. And Kyrie got fined for his actions. But I mean, Kyrie's had nights when he's dropped 50. You know, they wanted you to stop shooting, but you kept shooting. So when the shoe is on the other foot, you don't like it. Yeah, I'm not I'm not crazy about him saying that. Yeah, come on, man. Uh, where's the other one? Y'all professionals, get over it. Let's get over it. But Jamal Murray, where to go? And I got him on my, one of my fantasy basketball teams. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, that's definitely. So it's a good pickup Probably for me. Probably money league. All right. The other one I've got is uh, Daniel Cormier for retaining you. What? He's whack. You don't like Daniel? He's whack. How many times John Jones and beat his ass only to be handed the title back to him? He's whack. You got to give him credit for, you know. He, UFC is down right now, man. And the way Conor McGregor got his ass whooped did not help. <laughs> like, there is not another – there's not a UFC pay-per-view I'm looking forward to. And the big one's supposed to be this past weekend where it was uh, Cormier because it was Madison Square Garden, right? It was supposed to be him and Lesnar. And we'll talk about that later with him and Lesnar because we got that to talk about as well. Uh, let's go into – I know you got something for this one. I'm sure you got some dummies. Oh, yeah. Who's there? It's the Joseph Randall BSS Carolines Dummy of the Week. All right, who's your dummies? Marcus Peters, we got to start with you. Allowed 200-plus yards to Mike Thomas. I thought you were supposed to be an elite shutdown Pro Bowl corner. Obviously, Kansas City knew exactly what they were doing when they traded your dumb ass. You can't defend anybody. You've been getting toasted all year. And then, you know, Sean Payton came out to say, yeah, we got the matchup we liked, and we took advantage of it. And he come, has the nerve to say, keep talking. We get to see y'all again. What? What's the point? So they, they want to see you again so they can light you up again. Stop. <laughs> Stop with that weak mess. <laughs> I agree. I mean, come on, man. Why are you Why are you getting so upset about this? Don't be salty because you got toasted. Mike Thomas, and then you're looking around like, what you were supposed no they brought you in because you're supposed to be a one-on-one shutdown corner you're a joke <laughs> absolute joke yeah i mean he stop it <laughs> you got another one that's all i got this that's week i am i haven't pulled any stories of our average joes doing anything stupid i'll have one for y'all guys next time all right, first one I got is retired go retired Peterman GoFundMe page has started. Offensive player of the week. <laughs> yeah. No. The defensive player, player of the week. week. Yeah, defensive player of the week. <laughs> he, sh- uh, he sure got me beat, dummy. $25 has started. Yeah. $25 of $1 million. $1 million's the goal. They got $25 going right now. Bills fans ain't trying to waste money on that. I do not blame him. Why he still has a job, I don't know. Why did they trade A.J. McCarron before they even gave A.J. McCarron any snaps? That's another good one. Damn. That's a good question. They traded for A.J. McCarron, right? Or they signed him. They signed him and then traded him. And then traded him before they even got, to the Raiders? Even got any snaps. Yeah. 
And speaking of dummies, Raiders, y'all dummies. Oh, but did you see how Morris broke his arm, though? Ooh. Who? That was nasty. The running back for the 49ers in that Raiders game. Dude shattered oh. his forearm. Yeah, and, you know, he had that big run. He had, like, four carries for 80 yards, and then he broke his 90 broke his yards. damn forearm. But, yeah, y'all suck. Bills, y'all suck. Like we said, Jets suck. The Raiders suck. There's a whole lot of suck-ass teams in the parody league. It's supposed to be parody league. Who else you got? Uh, I got one other one, if I can find it here again. Uh, All right, yeah, this is it. Browns lineman. I had it on the Facebook page. Browns lineman argue whose fault it was why allowing sack as Baker gets sacked on the field. Who was he arguing with? The other lineman. It's your they're, fault. They're arguing why he's getting he sacked. sacked. Yeah, oh, I two, see him standing up. Yeah, he's standing up. The two of them just standing there arguing. What? Look, you had three linemen. <laughs> they all pointed. He ain't down yet. <laughs> this is Cleveland. Again, we know what the Browns, the new Browns are going to do. But y'all doubled your win total this year from last season. Last two seasons, right? Y'all are doing it, man. Doing doing your damn thing. I'm telling you, if they were one of these earlier games, they would be in the division race right now. They would be in it. I can't help the kicker can't make anything. Whose fault is that, GM? It's a kicker. Go grab a, a kicker that can actually play. Oh, yeah, I forgot. No one wants to come <laughs> to Cleveland and play. By the way, one other one I got to add. Caleb Sturgis of the Chargers. Oh, God. He sucks. <clears throat> he missed two extra points and two field goals in the Seattle game. And the Chargers Luckily, still won. They won by eight. But. Sturgis, stop. He got cut. I know he got – and they, they signed the other rookie guy. But so the the problem I got with is he got the long snapper cut because he blamed on the long snapper, the misses earlier in the season. So they changed long snappers and let go of the one guy, and it was his fault all along. You suck, Caleb Sturgis, and do not give this kicker another chance. Just like washed up quarterbacks, I recycle quarterbacks. I'm tired of seeing recycled kickers. I get Dan Bailey gets another chance, and Dan Bailey's done well. But stop with these kickers. I mean, stop it. Caleb Sturgis has always been a joke. It's hard to find good kickers, man. Who can kick? They're not in good kickers. Situations. Like if I see Jay Cutler back on the football field again. They, they're not calling Jay Cutler anymore. Nathan Peterman, once he's cut, send him CFL, send him I see they else. didn't recycle Trevor Sibian. No, they did not. That's a good one. Uh, Passing Lynch, we ain't seen yet. You ain't seen him back he, out there. He is down in Miami. Is he? That's yeah, Brock Osweiler. I thought he was with Brock. Is he with Brock? I think the two of them was together. And Case Keenum is trash, too. Y'all can go ahead and get rid of him. So... Where is Paxton Lynch now? <laughs> Good question. Uh, I thought he was somewhere. He's not playing. Nobody picked up this garbage. Oh, the Bills worked him out. Bills worked him out. Nobody's going to pick up that garbage. He out there with EJ Manuel and them. 
Oh, he's um, out of the league. I thought he was somewhere else. And um, they didn't recycle. They haven't recycled. What's my guy from West Virginia? He got his jaw broken. Uh, Who are you talking about? Not Tyrod. Not Charlie. What's his name? What's his uh, name? Which one? West Virginia. The old boy broke his jaw. Uh, what is his name? Damn, I can't think of this dude's name. Y'all know who I'm talking about. You know exactly. Oh, it'll hit me when it comes away. No. Geno Smith. Geno Smith. Geno. They didn't oh, okay. Where is no Gino's no, playing? Where? Gino ain't playing. <laughs> like we don't need Gino Smith either. I feel like Charles Barkley in this. The Chargers. Yeah, he's playing Chargers, man. Oh, he not seeing the field. Why did the the Chargers? Yeah. Hey, don't forget that when they signed him, they released Cardell Jones. Oh, uh, another one of those recycled ones. But Cardell Jones never got a good shot, man. I had to. Cardell Jones has some arm strength and stuff, but he was Jamarcus yeah. Russell. He just didn't get the Jamarcus Russell oh, blessing with the he, funds. I don't know if he's as bad as Jamarcus. I got a story for that later on. But anyway, that's that's my dummies of the week. If y'all have any dummies of the week, share with us uh, our Facebook page or tweet us at BSS Carolinas, and we'll share it on the show next week. Uh, just make sure you use hashtag dummies of the week. Please. Please, please. So Absolutely. we can start this thing trending. All right. We're next. Let's go to local uh, real fast. Do uh, you want to talk about NASCAR first? Uh, ISM Raceway this weekend in Phoenix, Arizona. The new renovated track where they moved the start finish line. Um, it should be fun. Elimination race right before Homestead. Um, the only driver that's guaranteed to be at Homestead next week driving for the championship right now is Joey Logano because Kevin Harvick's win was taken away from him. Yeah, and 40 points, right? Rear spoiler adjustment modifications that weren't allowed when they brought the four car back to Concord um, after the race in Texas, they took it apart and said Kevin Harvick and them were cheating again. Now, we all understand, NASCAR fans understand that these crews are putting these cars together, and they are towing that line as closely as possible to take every advantage of making the car fast. Now, did this spoiler help Kevin Harvick win the race? No. Kevin Harvick had the best damn car out there. But, again, that's just, that just goes to show you what these the best teams do and everything they do to win. Because if it gives you a hundredth of a second um, pickup of speed, that's what you need in a race. That could be the difference between winning and losing. No one wants to lose. So, but check it out. Kevin Harvick won the pole for Phoenix. He looks like he's going to have a good race car tomorrow. But we're going to be rooting for Chase Elliott. He's starting on the um, front row with Kevin Harvick in second. And i like to see Chase Elliott race for a championship. I don't want to see... Kevin Harvick and Martin Truex and Kyle Busch with Joey Logano. We need some fresh faces in here, man. Let's mix it up. Come on. Come on, Chase Elliott. Win tomorrow for us, man. See different people in there. Exactly. See the real ones. See some. See the up-and-coming guys. We tired of seeing these old fogies that have been driving forever, been winning forever. Yeah, y'all won already. Let's bring in some new blood. Come on, Chase Elliott. Outrace these old dudes tomorrow. You have to. 
All right. Oh, yeah. One more thing. Martin Truex officially announced that he's going to be driving the 19 for JGR next year. Sponsors will be announced later after all the when they work out everything. But sorry, Daniel Suarez. It sounds like you're out of a job. That's the bon voyage. Senior Suarez. <laughs> yeah, he's he's uh, done. We also will have some more uh Bon Voyage ones coming up. Uh, moving on, I've got. Let's talk about the Hornets real fast, man. <laughs> Hornets six and six. Five hundred. Five hundred sounds familiar. That's where we always are. Mediocre uh, hell. Seventh seed right now, tied to Brooklyn. Brooklyn. We will have Milwaukee in the first round. <sighs> <sighs> Yeah, Toronto and Milwaukee right now, top two teams. And we teams. had that game in Philly. We we couldn't execute down the end at the end down the stretch. I mean, Detroit's I can see us, us. I can see us getting up to three. Miami is nipping on our heels. Yeah, we could, uh, White Side is playing good now. We could be anywhere from three to eight yeah. in the I, Eastern Conference. I think that's how it's gonna be all year. Three to nine is gonna be actually three to ten is gonna be right there within a couple mm-hmm. games. Philadelphia might make that run, but I, I I think it's gonna be Toronto and Milwaukee all year. And we got a big game Sunday in Detroit matinee game, three p.m. That's right. Uh, the Hornets, uh, the Panthers aren't playing, so there's no reason for y'all not to watch the Hornets. Exactly. Uh, last Saturday they beat the Cavs, dismantled the Cat. Man, I'm telling you that Cavs seems awful. Like there's winnable games coming up for uh, the Hornets. Look at that. They beat the Hawks by 11. Then last night, of course, in overtime, they lost 133-132. Great game. And then, of course, you just talked about the Pistons coming up Tuesday in Cleveland. The Cavs, come on. And then next week, you got next Saturday then at home, next, you got Sixers again. Next three games after Cavs, Sixers come to town. Celtics come to town. Pacers come to town. The four-game stretch. Then we have to fly out to Oklahoma City. Yeah, there's a four-game so, stretch right there you need to I mean, to we, we need to win these next two games because there's a possibility after Cleveland, they're 0-4 is staring us right in the face. If you can split that, uh, that trip, I mean, those home games and, you know, maybe win that Oklahoma City. I mean, like, those are tough, tough games for us. Very, very tough games. Yeah, We need y'all out at the center supporting them. Like, I, I have no doubt that the Saturday and Monday games are going to be sold out. The Wednesday game right before Thanksgiving, though, may be something different. I might have to try to get to that game, see see the Older Depot and the Pacers. I come back Tuesday, I'll definitely be there for that one. Uh, I'll miss the Sixers and Celtics. Oh, Saturday is a T-shirt giveaway, too. Yeah, the 30th, the, the 30th uh, anniversary shirt. Yeah, so make sure you're out there for that early. How you think they do between Sunday and Saturday? How you think they do? They got three games. I mean, at Detroit, it's going to be tough. Drummond and Griffin are a problem. They are a problem. We don't have the size to match up. Now, the wings, we, I, we, we had the advantage of the wings because Kimba Walker is the best wing player between the both teams. Um, but they do have a little scoring, but Drummond and Griffin are going to be a problem for us to handle. We shouldn't handle Cleveland. And then you saw those four games, guys. You saw Sixers, Celtics, Pacers, Oklahoma City. I want to say, I want to say two and four. 
I want to say two and four. We. Oh yeah, that's right. But two there's a good here. chance between those six games I just mentioned, we could be one and five. We will not lose at Cleveland. There is no way in hell we should lose at Cleveland. I will never say no way in hell after we lost Chicago as many times as we have. Chicago. And I know is a Chicago different. is a little bit better. Uh, I'll I'll go. I'll go four and two. I think we should be four and two in the six games. I mean, Indiana's playing awesome basketball right now. Celtics are yeah. a mixed bag. Yeah. Philly has our number because Philly has our number. It's Boston right now. Oh, that's the other team. All right. Boston, Milwaukee, and Toronto will be a top three. Boston will get their stuff together. Right now, they're just having a fit trying to get everybody playing time. Right. Trying to figure out the right you, that deep, adept lineup. Yeah. Is, I mean, that's a good problem to have Absolutely. when you have way too much talent. <laughs> All right. We'll take a break, come back, and then we got a lot of uh, NFL talk, NBA, maybe a little bit more. Uh, I'm trying to think what's going on in Charlotte this weekend. Of course, we got Thanksgiving coming up. There's a Christmas up. show at the Bojangles Coliseum today. Uh, who? There's somebody else coming to Charlotte. Uh, Martin Lawrence is coming up. Yeah, Martin Lawrence is at uh, Bojangles. No, Ovens, I think, coming Ovens up this weekend. Auditorium. Yeah. Uh, sporting events, you got the checkers are playing right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. Let me see. I don't know what's going on at um, Grady Cole. I haven't been by there recently. Yeah, Martin Lawrence is he's in Detroit. He's in Raleigh December 15th, but he is in Charlotte, I thought, coming up. Doesn't say so. He's in the South. North or maybe Fort. it was last weekend. Well, he's in Raleigh the 15th, so if you don't see him there, he's different there. Uh, but there's a lot of stuff. You got uh, Smoochie's doing a basketball oh, tournament was- this weekend. What? He he was in Charlotte on October 27th. Okay, that's what I was thinking. So I was off a couple weeks. All right, when we come back, we got we'll go over NBA, NFL, baseball a little bit. You're listening to BSS Carolines Sports Life. Sports Life.